Hi, we're the Sherpa sisters from Malaysia. Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created myenglishmatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes, or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? This episode is an audio replay of one of our live sessions on the My English Matters Facebook page. Because it was live and on video, you may hear us make reference to slides, notes, or viewer comments. Hello there, hi, assalamualaikum. This is Amna here from My English Matters. It's Tuesday, it's 11 a.m., so it is time for our weekly Facebook Live sessions. Um, session, right? Anyway, today is a special session with Madam Azima. And if you are not familiar with who Madam Azima is, she is one of the creators of My English Matters together with me and Aisha. And um, if you have been following our updates for the past few months, you may know that Madam Azima lost her husband. So it was in March 2021. So Madam Azima uh, has been on a break for the past four months. Uh, she has been teaching our students in Members Monthly and Communicate with Confidence, but the Facebook Live sessions, she took a big break from that. So I've been doing the Facebook Live sessions every single week. I hope you're not bored of me yet. Uh, so, But today she's back. After a four-month break, she's back. And today we are going to discuss this topic. It's called How to Regain Your Confidence even after a difficult situation. So I can see some of you here. Assalamualaikum, Mira. Hello, Bia. Zamani. Waalaikum salam. Shuhada. Waalaikum salam. So great to see you. So I'm going to bring on Madam Azimah now because she is the one who is going to be uh, sharing her experience. And she's also going to share the five ways or the five things that you can do to regain your confidence after a difficult situation. Okay. So Madam Azimah, are you ready? You up? Right. Yes. Hello. I'm ready. Hi. Assalamualaikum. Thank you, Amna, for inviting me to your normal, your Tuesday slot. So, but I am back. I am back. I'm here to share with you some of the experience that I went through and I'll give you as well, hopefully five, no, not five. I think five. Yeah. Five tips on how to regain your confidence after a difficult situation. That's what I'm yeah. doing. So actually last week we were thinking of uh, talking about uh, answering questions of common questions that our students and our subscribers have been asking us. But I thought it would be a great session to introduce you back into our My English Matters sphere and let you share your story of what you went through and also share the things that you've learned and how you can and how, how our students can learn from your experience as well. So first of all, let's start. So how have you been doing? How are you? What have you been doing over the past four months? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I do have, I do have a lot of things to share. So I want to share things that um, have changed me and transformed me in ways that 
hopefully that will be applicable to you as well. I mean, you can apply some of the things that I've learned. And I didn't learn this on my own. I was surrounded by my amazing in-law, uh, my in-laws, my friends, and my mama, of course, and you guys, my English Matters team, my sisters. But I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you what happened. Um, after I lost my husband in March, of course, it's, it's nothing... It's, it's nothing, it's, some, it's something that you don't prepare for. I mean, obviously, it was a shock because it was a heart attack. It was sudden. He wasn't sick. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do all those things. But when it happened, it happened. And so the only way now that you can, that I can move forward is to, to just keep going. You know, your life has to go on. Yeah, so it in- was sudden because I remember that morning you were doing a Facebook Live for our students, weren't you? Yes, I did. I was doing a class. And so so it was a, it was sudden. It was like, you know, 24 hours, like, absolute. Yeah, I, I can't say more than that. It was just, it was just, um, it was just tragic. But the things that helped me were the people around me. And so they were giving me strength to, to continue and to, to sort out things that were unfinished. I would say unfinished business. Like, for example, in March, when it happened, you know, um, while I was also going through my mourning period, my Ida period, you also have to sort out a few things that needed to be sorted out. Like, for example, his his belongings, you have to do something about it. So I know that he would love to give it away, charity, give it to his brothers and sisters. He has uh, 10 siblings, you know, so it was a pleasure to give away some of his perfumes and shoes and clothes that was that was fantastic i mean i felt like this is something that he would want them to keep and i know that by giving it to them they will take good care of it and they will continue to wear and give sedekah to him like you know read it while you're wearing his shoes recite al-fatiha to him so that's what we did you know giving up sorting out his stuff and his office as well Uh, so my brothers and sisters went to his office and cleared out his office to give uh, to make way to, uh, for the new head of department because he was the head of department as well. Um, yeah, looking at all his, you know, his his files on his computer, like giving back what was on his computer to the office, you know, because unfinished business, you have to finish it off. You have to do what you can to help him and to help others as well. So that's what we did in March. There was a lot of clearing up, not just that, but whatever debts that you have, you have to list out all of these things, right? So I didn't do it on my own. As I've said, I had my in-laws. So Umi and Wadi, thank you so much. Um, and all my brothers and sisters who are my in-laws. My, my, yeah, that's amazing. And in April, it was, it, was a month, it was the month of Ramadan. So it was, again, slowing down and really focusing on your ibadah and all of that. So it was really good. That was a good, that was a good way to start a new routine. With, uh, so I was staying with them, actually. I was staying with my mother and father-in-law. Um, so we had a solid routine. So my father-in-law is an ustaz. So you, you are doing a jama'ah prayer, like congregational prayers, five times a day. That was really good. That was something I really needed. I needed so, a sorry, solid what routine. An, what is an ustaz? Because we, we have some people who are not Malaysian here. <laughs> he, he's a religious teacher, right? So, yeah. you know, you need that solid ground. You need that faith to keep you going and you need a routine because you shouldn't be sitting uh, in your bed in your room crying for like non-stop because if you cry it can go on and on 
right? So you need a routine, you need to move, you need to exercise, you need to do all of these things. So Ramadan came in April, so that was fantastic. It was really helpful as well. And then in May, we had Raya. Okay, so again, just just you and your family, that's it. And then in June, that was recently, I started to think about my health. I started to think about, okay, what else do I need? Because I wasn't cooking. My in-laws were doing that for me. Yeah, I heard that you've um, been eating delicious food for the past four months. I did. Oh, that really helped. That really helped. You have someone prepare your food. Uh, so you don't have to do the cooking. I didn't have to think about what to cook. They were cooking for me. Uh, Alhamdulillah for that. I couldn't let, can't let that go. I don't have to think about food. Instead, food came to me on the table. Delicious food as well. So I'm telling you, support around you is really, really important. And I had that. Alhamdulillah. I'm blessed. I always think about, mashallah, you know, Allah gave me so many things. In hardship, there's ease. And the ease was the support that my family gave to me. So, yeah, I needed to start thinking about exercise as well. So in June, I started to have like a solid routine of exercising every morning. I used to exercise before, but it was normally, it's not, it's not every day. It's, it's, but um, yeah, since June, I'd started to do every morning after subo. You and your own and YouTube, start exercising, whatever. That was, that was really helpful for me. And then, yeah, we're now in July and um, I've completed my mourning period. And uh, after Raya, I went to his, to his um, graveyard and I said my thanks to him uh, for all that he's done. So I'm really happy. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. I am, inshallah, I, I think he's in a good place. Inshallah, I think he's in a good place. Inshallah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-mm. But okay. I do want to give you a tip as well. You know, when you're going through some sort of depression or sadness or tragic, you know, a tragedy, uh, you need to know your limits. If you need to sleep, sleep. If you need to rest, rest. If you need help, get help. If you need to yeah. talk it out, find someone. And to me, it was my mother, my mama. So I like to say thank you, mama. Um, you've given me support and motivation all the way because she actually went through the same thing. I'm not, she went through the same thing. Um, many years ago at about my age when, when Papa had a stroke as well. So yeah. who would think that I would go through the same thing, but I did. Uh, right. So yeah. she knew what to say to me and that's what I needed. I needed to hear strong motivation to keep going. So, yeah. and also I want to yeah. say as well, don't watch sad movies and <laughs> listen to sad, sad music. Don't do that because you start to go into, you don't know how, yeah. you, you know, you start to, um, Lion, your emotions you start to yeah, yeah. it it's, triggers it's, i mean you yeah. do have to you do have to acknowledge the pain and the yeah. grief but you don't have to let it go too far by listening to sad music and all that exactly right? yeah yeah that's why it's important for that that four month period for you to be around people who support you and, mm. you know and having that routine is important as well because it keeps Definitely. you like on your feet yeah not let you mind. grounded don't don't indulge yourself too long in your sadness because you don't know where it's going to take you. And sometimes you're afraid yeah. that that it's it's you know evil thoughts is going to take you um, to somewhere where you can't stop. You yeah. spiral out of control. So I knew my limits. Uh, I knew my limits. Like don't do this. Don't look at photos. Don't look at old videos. Uh, you can do it if you want, but you know yes. not to indulge too much. I mean, I couldn't personally. I couldn't. For a while, for a long time, I don't know if I can still. I can still. Do, I don't know if I'm able to do it. I can do it now and then if I'm strong, but there are times when I can't do it. 
Yeah. 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 Just honor the the precious moments, the precious memories, but knowing that you know you, your life has to go on. You have to move exactly. forward. Yeah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Mm -mm. Okay. So so now you've shared what you've been doing for the past four months, right? Yep. So yeah. Um, I want you to share with us the five things that you've learned because you know this is my English matters, right? Even though we're not really mm -hmm. talking about English, we do want to relate what mm -hmm. we've been through, what we've learned from this experience to English. So we always hear our students and our subscribers or followers they say that you know I lost my confidence. Um, it could be through a difficult situation like like yours. You know, you had a very tragic situation that you went through, or mm. it could just be something like a bad comment, or your boss gave you a negative feedback on what you did. So, how do you regain your confidence when you think that you've lost it? So, right. I'll let you take the floor. Okay, you can interrupt me and add in your stories as well, Amna, because I'm sure I mean you have your own experience too. So, right, tip number one is surround yourself with people who can give you strength. And I've talked about the people who are around me, who are my my mother and father-in-law, who my my, my uh, sisters and brothers-in-law who are amazing, and my mama, of course, my friends as well. So for you, whenever you feel that something bad happened to you like for example go let's go back to english and presentation skills let's say you did a really terrible presentation and and it was it was oh, a tragedy right you lost whatever promotion or whatever it is that you, you were supposed to get because of that so if you after that you should surround yourself with people call your close friends your husband your beloved whatever your sister who can give you strength who can tell you it's okay it's it's all right. It's not the end of the world um, and, and things like that. So don't be by yourself. Don't, yeah. don't, don't indulge in because you'll start thinking negatively. So these people yeah. around you will, will, will give you help. So ask for help. Don't yeah. rely on yourself. That's tip number one. Don't keep it to yourself, right? Because I remember mm -hmm. when um, early in my career, I lost the confidence that I thought I had. Well, I didn't really lose it. It was just I didn't feel as confident as I was in university, I think. And then if I had let myself, I told myself that, you know, I'm not good enough. You know, um, I'm just not competent enough. If I had let myself tell myself that, it could have gone worse. But I did share it with my family. I did share it with some of my siblings and my mother. And that helped because they told me that, you know, it's, you are talented or whatever. You have skills of your own skills and don't put yourself down. Because I was telling myself I was not good enough. I I was not as smart enough and things like that. So just sharing it with people, letting them know about your situation, they can help you tell you, put you back into perspective that you are good enough. And exactly. um, they remind you of things that you forgot you had. Yeah. They're like, don't right. you remember you used to do this and that? And like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Because mm -hmm. you tend to forget who you are when you lose your confidence. Exactly. Okay. Right. So can I go to my tip number two, which is, it's all related, but um, number two is know that it's not the end and you will be all right. It's really important. For me, when I lost my husband, you know, I just said to myself, because you have faith in Allah. So you just say, I know Allah's taking care of me and I know everything will be all right. 
because when he took my husband away, it was for a reason, and he left me here for a reason. So I know that I will be all right. And I want you to know the same thing as well. Whatever happens to you, inshallah, know that you will be all right. And it's not the end. It's not the end for you until it's yeah. the end. So <laughs> let's, that's why I said, you know, you need to remember all the things that you did to get out of a difficult situation before. I mean, even if you yeah. think, okay, this is the ultimate, this is the most, this is the most disastrous, tragic moment ever. But you think, okay, this is, this will pass. Mm -hmm. And yeah. your life continues. There will be more things to come, good things, negative things. It's all yeah. part of life. It's all part of the experience of life mm -hmm. in this world. Yeah. Yeah. When I see what you've gone through i've seen the strength and i've seen how you have you know you had that period where we were all sad of course yeah, you were sad i definitely. was crying every day and of course you were crying even more probably but i've seen because i see you every single week we do our zoom calls um mm -hmm. and i've seen your strength it has given me strength as your sister to see you being strong in the situation i mean of course we're sad of course it's something yeah. that's hard and yeah. then I'm the type of person I tend to fear. I have this anxiety. Like I fear that something bad is going to happen. But it could mm -hmm. also be from the past that we had, you know, our dad, my mm -hmm. father, uh, our father in 97, he had, 1997, he had a stroke. And that was a huge, uh, huge event in our life, in our lives. Yeah. So um, I'm always fearing that something like that would happen in the future. And when something like you lost your husband this year, something very a big event happened, and then seeing you recover from it has been helpful for me as well to not fear something bad is going to happen so much and thinking that, you know, even if something bad happens, we are going to be okay, inshallah. We're just going inshallah. to get stronger. Yeah. Right. I want to share something as well. I was listening to Ustaza Yasmin Mujahid on YouTube yesterday. I think it was yesterday, yeah. And, and she gave this perspective. If you have sort of fear you fear something bad will happen a lot like a lost you lost your loved ones for example uh you lost your loved one so pray don't think about it instead pray don't think oh my god this is going to happen i'm going to lose this instead use that outlet to pray um, mm -hmm. to pray to allah and tell what your fear is so that he can give you comfort and all the necessary things uh, that you need to inshallah to get through it yeah. And I'm not saying sadness will, you know, if you if you pray all the time or you, you know, do you do all these things suddenly and you're just happy all the time, that's impossible. Sadness is part of life. Um, but it's all about what do you do during that situation. It's about getting up and still surviving and still mm -hmm. thriving as much as you can. And yeah. being human, not being perfect through it. You can't be, you can't be perfect through it. You can't be a, a ball of sunshine throughout, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, and then there's one thing that I learned. Uh, I watched, I can't remember who gave this speech. I think it was, um, oh my gosh, I've got his name. Never mind. Mm -hmm. But it, he gave this speech about what do you do when you have fear of something that is bad that's going to happen? What do you do? You actually picture yourself something with, uh, of something bad happening to you. And then you list it down. Okay, so this happened. What am I going to do? What's, what are my next steps? What will be my next steps? Mm. So that you'll know that you're not anticipating such a huge disaster. And then you know right. that you're what are you going to do next after that? If that disaster even happens, what are you going to do next? Mm. What are your next steps? 
So that yeah. has helped me as well. Yeah, right. The next step, the next positive action step that makes you grow or recover yeah. from it, right? That's yeah, exactly. and then it, also, yeah. it will also help to know that even if a disaster happens, you're going to have people who are there to support you, like your family, your loved ones. Yeah, so that's helpful. Yeah, right. know that you're not alone as well. So ask yeah. for help, which is back to tip number one, right? Surrounded mm -hmm. by, being surrounded by people who can help you. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know who are there to help you, right? I'm sure in mm -hmm. your situation, you've had people who you thought, who you maybe even forgot about uh, reach out to you. Exactly. Right? Yes. Oh, I want to tell you this story because I have this, I have a beloved cat. Her name is Rowena. Okay, Rowena. So I named her one after one of the Harry Potter uh, characters. Uh, she, so Rowena is my baby, basically. And... Um, I needed someone to take care of her during my period of bereavement, my Ida period, because I was, I'm not going to be staying here in my house. I was going to stay at, at my in-laws house, which is nearby. So I needed someone to take care of her full, fully, like, can you do it for 130 days? And it's impossible yeah. to imagine who, who will do that for me. I mean, well, let me just give you, uh, give people uh, a background because you are in Trunganu and the rest of your siblings are in KL. So the only okay. people in Trinidad are your in-laws, which in-laws, exactly. Abba Majid's family. And yes. Mama, our mother, Mama. is in Kelantan. Exactly. So yeah. we couldn't take care That's of right. Rowena, even though we love exactly. her as well. Yeah, you couldn't. Obviously, I can't like, post her out. And, you know. Post Laju. <laughs> post Laju her. So somebody stepped up and it was, um, I'll give her name. Her name is Anna. Anna, if you're watching, this is, I'm going to dedicate this to you. Thank you so much. Anna stepped up. She texted me. She said, I'll take care of her. So on the day that Abang passed away, my husband passed away, I said, I need someone to take care. And she stepped up. So she came to my house on the day that he passed away. I came back to this house from the hospital. I told her, come to my house. And she came and she was efficient throughout. She didn't ask me much because I couldn't speak. I couldn't. I couldn't speak. I just like, okay, take her cage. I was like getting her stuff. Um, and she was also taking care of another kitten of mine. I had another kitten who was also sick. So that's another story. But she was she was willing to take care of two of my cats. Uh, but the other cat eventually passed away, passed away the next day. But so Rowena, Anna took care of Rowena like her own baby. Spoiling her. Like, subhanAllah. Rowena like, spoilt. Spoilt. <laughs> you yeah, Anna spoiled her more. <laughs> Don't tell people that. <laughs> but but yeah, she's but she's lovely. She does her job. She, yeah. she catches cockroaches and lizards for me. <laughs> she's yeah, not. she's a lovable cat. Yes. So Anna loved her and Ruina loved her too. That was amazing. So suddenly, yeah, all these people coming in to help you that you didn't know, um, that you would never think about like, oh, I need to ask her help. I need to ask his help. But they stepped up. Yeah. So you have to trust in people. That they'll come to you. Trust that Allah will actually, God will direct you to these people. Mm -mm, yeah. That was amazing. Or God directs them to you as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -mm. So that was amazing. Right. Yeah. Let's go to so your next tip. My next tip is tip number three. Know that every experience is there to teach you something. So... It wasn't just Abang's death that taught me. I mean, he himself lived a life of. I mean, he was a he was a great man. 
obviously I'm not, you know that. He was a gentleman throughout. Um, he was easygoing, he was friendly, everybody loved him. And so that, I mean, I, I, I'm a witness to that because I'm his wife, right? Um, so he was good to me and good to everybody around him. So that taught me to, to, to take his nature of being easygoing, um, helpful and generous, right? So I'll take that with me now that he's gone. And that, yeah, so I, I look back at every experience taught me something. So that taught me that. And then it taught me as well to, to just know that you will go through sadness, but you will be all right. Like I said, you know, that's tip number two. Mm -mm. Inshallah. Okay, and it relates to tip number four. Okay, so let's go back to how to regain your confidence after a difficult situation. So if your situation is speaking English confidently and and suddenly you don't feel confident anymore, I want you to really assess yourself, which is tip number four, listing all your current skills that you have, obviously, and then listing the skills that you need to go to the next level. Okay, so let's repeat that. Listing all your current skills and then listing the skills that you need to go to the next level. So it's a review of things that you already have and things that you need, not that you don't have. You need to believe that if you don't have these things, go find the set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Because confidence so. is about um, competence as well, right? So if you have the competence, you will have the confidence to do something. So, for example, if you're you have you're lacking in confidence when it comes to speaking English, so you have to build that competence to be able to speak in English with confidence. And how are you going to build that? Is you're going to do learning? You're going to be implementing? You may join a class. So it's all about building up the skills, building up the competence to get the confidence. Exactly. Yeah. You really need to sit down. How do we list it out? List it with a pen and a paper. You're yeah. really listing out. And so that you know, okay, these are the things that I need. I need to get a lesson on it. I need to take a class. I need to do something yeah. and not just think about it. It's not yeah. just about thinking, right? Yeah, right? it's not just about thinking. And knowing that you do have a certain level of skill already, but if you want to get even more confident, then what are you going to do to get to that next level? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm going to challenge those the viewers out here. What are the skills that you need to go to the next level? Okay. Yeah. And I just wanted to share that, uh, like some people say they were confident in university, but when mm -hmm. they working they lost their confidence mm -hmm. i don't think that they actually lose the confidence but i think that the level of confidence that they had at one level may not be enough for that next level which is a different mm -hmm. situation in your life or maybe you have right. a difficult job or a difficult boss even mm -hmm. that level of confidence that you had in university that was it became your comfort zone yeah and getting out of that comfort zone you didn't lose the confidence but you just need to gain more confidence yeah. to be able yeah. to adapt to that situation. Mm -mm. Yeah, mm -mm. that's right. So which, go, which uh, leads to my final tip, how to regain your confidence after a difficult situation, which is to set a date 
and time where you will accomplish your goal or where you will face your fear. So you do need to set a date and time. For example, if it's about speaking on camera, if that is your fear, because you probably did it before and it backfired, right? Mm -hmm. And so you need to set a date and say, I'm going to do this again next month. So you do a countdown, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? It's really like, like training yourself and preparing yourself for that particular date. So you need to have a little bit of stress level, actually, because when you have a date and a deadline, you will accomplish something that you thought you would never accomplish in just mm -hmm. 30 days, for example. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And it's good to uh, tell people about your date and your deadline. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if not, it's likely that you're going to like make a promise to yourself and you're not going to keep it. So exactly. you have, when you tell other people, you are going to be accountable for what you said. Right? Yes. Because they will remind you, didn't you say that you're going to mm -hmm. do it? And you're like, oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't run away from, from that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you can't pretend that you lost your memory. Important. Exactly. Like, I'm just going to give you an example of how Amna does it to me. So when, you know, before we started My English Matters, I was a lecturer. So, I, you know, you teach all the time. So it's normal for you to be teaching in public, right, to your students. But it's not the norm and nobody has taught you how to speak on camera and doing Facebook Lives. And it's not easy, right? And Amna said, um, Tazima you need to start speaking on camera soon. And I said, yeah, 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 sure. And then she had to give me a deadline. Okay, by next year, this is what we're going to be doing. At least I have a year. Okay, I had a year to, to, to do it. So it's not just thinking, oh, I have a year. What do I need in 365 days? What am I going to do to prepare myself? Which is a long time, 365 days. Yeah, I should but have given you a shorter deadline. <laughs> yes, but at least I had a deadline. And we have yeah. like, okay, we have a mission. What's next? What's next? What's next? So for 365 days, practiced, I practiced speaking on camera on my own, right? So do it with your phone. Do, do whatever you can. It's like it's training yourself until it becomes a habit, until you're no, you have a thick skin, basically. To, um, you make all the mistakes behind the scenes so that no one can criticize you because you've already criticized yourself. It's enough. Until you're ready, you're never going to be fully ready anyway. Yeah. Um, but at least you, you, at least you've practiced. It's like, yeah, it's like running a marathon as well. When you're yeah. running, you need to warm up. You need to do all of those trainings before you go to the Olympics, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're never you going to be line. ready, and you're never going to be perfect, right? I mm -hmm. mean, but but you are going to be better than when you were last year or when you were last week, for example. You get better with practice. Yeah, yeah, we practice and then having that deadline clearly written, whatever in your phone, etc. So you know, okay, three more days left, mm -hmm. two more mm -hmm. days left. And yeah, but what then, if you are a perfectionist? Like, okay, I'm gonna wait until I am perfect and then I'm only going to start speaking English, or I'm gonna do that public speaking when I'm perfect, or yeah. I'm gonna publish that, whatever that blog post, that Facebook post only when I'm perfect. What, how do you? address those kinds of people yeah i used to have that as well that feel that perfectionist um characteristics yeah i used to have that 
And then I realized it, you can't, it can't be perfect until it's out there. Who was it that taught me? I think it was Brendan Bouchard, was, was it? Yeah, Brendan he said, Bichard. yeah, he said, it can be perfected only after it's been released, right? Exactly. It can only be perfected, yes, after it's been released. Then you can perfect it. Yeah. It's like perfection is something that's an ongoing process. Like you put something out there and then you find the flaws or you find what you can improve on and you perfect it from there. Keep on getting better by putting yourself out there. Yeah. Mm. If I watch my past videos from like last year, mm. I don't think I can sit through them. I'm like embarrassed watching myself. Because <laughs> you're hard but, on yourself. But at yeah, least probably I'm hard on myself. You are hard on, I mean, we both are. I'm hard on myself as well. And I think a lot of, a lot of, um, the viewers here are hard on themselves. They're, they're perfectionists as well. They're waiting for them to be perfect. Then they want to publish yeah. whatever. Um, but I think that, yeah, you, you need to just get it out there first. Yeah. And then know that you are getting better through the practice. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, I said, I've, I've read or heard somewhere about being okay with B plus work. I mean, you don't yes. have to expect A star yeah. or A plus. I love that. But knowing that B plus, or maybe even a B, B minus, is it B minus? It's probably B minus. Even B minus work can be helpful for other people. So you put your art work out there, knowing that there is going to be somebody who is going to find your work helpful to helpful. them. Helpful, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's so let's it. move on. Mm -hmm. Is that, have you finished all your five tips? I've finished all my five tips, yep. All right, so do you want to summarize what your five tips are for the people who are late? <laughs> okay, all right. So tip number one is to surround yourself with people who can give you strength. Okay. Tip number two, know that it's not the end and you will be all right, inshallah. Tip number three, know that every experience, good or bad, is there to teach you something. Number four, list your current skills so that you do know who, who you are, that you are good, right? You're good enough, but also listing out the skills that you need to go to the next level that you need, okay? And finally, number five, set a date and time where you will accomplish your goal or face your fear. That's how right. you regain your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. How to mm. regain your confidence even after a difficult situation. So thanks so much, Madam Azima. It's been so Thank fun. You. So uh, our Facebook watchers, eh, watchers, Facebook viewers, viewers, mm -hmm. and our podcast listeners, if you're listening from the podcast, we will see more of you over the coming weeks. I'm glad that I can take a bit of a rest from the weekly Facebook lives and these people are bored of my face already. But anyway, so mm -hmm. what's next for you? <laughs> what's, what's next, next for, you, for me? Okay. Um, so we do have a lot of things coming up very soon and uh, upcoming things, inshallah. We're going to have a free class called Three Strategies to Sound Confident and Fluent in English. So that's going to be free, hopefully, inshallah, on Facebook. It's a free class, but you do need to register. Amna, do you have the date for that? We, is it uh, going, to be in, it's going to be in August? Yeah, it's going to be next right? month. I don't have the actual date yet, but it is in my calendar. But I don't want to say the date yet until it's okay. like really confirmed and concrete. Okay. Yet. But yeah, so I'll be teaching in August. Yes. In August. I'll be teaching that free class. You guys stay tuned and register when we announce that it's opened. Yeah. Oh, and make sure that um, you join our email list. 
to be yeah. notified when the class is open for registration. We only do this class uh, twice a year now. We did it a few times mm. last year, but this year, mm -hmm. this is our second time doing it. And it's mm -hmm. absolutely free. Yeah. <laughs> so right, yes. Three. three strategies to sound confident and fluent in English. And I'll be hosting a free class in August, inshallah. And CWC, which is our online course, Commu uh, Communicate with Confidence, will be also opened in August. That's 12 weeks of classes. Uh, so if you're interested in that, stay tuned. Look out for our announcements as well in your email. So please become an email subscriber by going to myenglishmatters.com. Okay. And number three, I'm working on compiling our material for a grammar class. So we're going to do like a sort of I don't want to say an epic grammar class, but like a course, it's, going to, right? it's going to be practical and relevant. It's a course. It's a grammar course. Um, yeah. So if you want to brush up on your grammar, um, etc., look out for that. Mm. Uh, we do teach grammar in members monthly. Mm -hmm. However, um, we thought it would be better if it was all like compiled into one. So you're going to re-record the lessons, right? So that it becomes a course that people can go through in their own time mm -hmm. yeah so they can watch course. it and they can also listen i want to design it so that it's also easy on the ears so they don't yeah. necessarily but they do need an internet connection um but it's easy on the ears so that they don't ne necessarily have to watch but they can also understand hopefully yeah That's so i can't wait for that <laughs> all right, right well, so those are the three things that you've been that we are working on that you are working on mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. All right then. Yeah. So is there anything else that you'd like to share before we say goodbye to our viewers? Do it. Do like see the comments? Yeah, we can. Do we have any, Do you have any um, questions, questions before, we see, go? We, before we go off? Let's take a couple of whatever questions or comments or anything like that. Um, Fafara Liza, she's our student, I believe. She says, surround yourself with positive people. Experience is the best teacher. List down the skills, skills to go to the next level. Set a deadline. So she's helped yeah, to summarize for you that. all. Thank you. It's brilliant. Oh, she yeah. said, I brought a microphone. Can you bring that up? Where? I can't find it. What is that? Let me show. Let me bring it up. Um, I brought a microphone. Yeah, just like you, madam. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Great, great, great. It's a good yeah. investment. Good investment. Okay. Mm. I don't think I've ever regretted right. buying this microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, anymore? This, Jalia, this morning I did my presentation for the APEC School Leadership Program. The participant is from all over the APEC region. I'm quite nervous. While talking, I remember the way <laughs> I'm not talking, so calm and smile. Alhamdulillah. Oh, oh, thanks so much for sharing. That's great. Fantastic. Yay. Great. Good job. Oh, yeah. What about this? Um, oh, you mm, want to share a comment? Mm, okay, go on. You read that one first. Uh, Farah say, Farah Liza. There is this toxic attitude of mine which makes me comfortably not feeling guilty for not following the plan I did. You want to address <laughs> that? Uh, yeah, that means that she, pro pro she probably has this feeling where if she sets a deadline and she doesn't meet it she doesn't feel guilty so i want to add something to that which is to tell other people who will push you to fulfill that deadline until you feel sort of 
a bit of ashamed or guilty. Sometimes you do need that. You do need people to um, remind you to do it. Yeah, and you do need people. Yeah. And then, and then I would say, imagine yourself. If you did it, what would happen? What is the reward waiting you if you did it? You can mm. finally celebrate. You can oh, finally something is, you know, something is fulfilled. You feel accomplished. Yeah, you can eat ice cream. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. That have a massage. Have. Okay, people don't take massages yeah. now, but yeah. yeah. Give yourself you a reward. Holiday, well. Reward yourself. Well, not holiday. You can't go on holiday now, but probably plan. I'm going to go on a holiday in whatever, two years' time. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> or do a shopping, go, go on a shopping spree, whatever, that you want to reward yourself. And you only reward yourself if you accomplish it. So have yeah. that in mind. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I guess that's it, right, Emna? Yeah, that's all from us today. Okay. So, thanks everybody for joining us. I hope that the tips that Madam Azima has shared has helped you on how to regain your confidence, even after a difficult situation. And uh, we hope to see you next week again on Tuesday at 11 a.m. And uh, that's all from us. And Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence, where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.